AJ, I know, I know we're, I know we're about to go live and celebrate, uh, you know, this big birthday event, and we're gonna get all fucking loud and shit. I know you're especially gonna get loud because that's what you do. Um, but before we get started, really, man, like, I want to make sure that everybody out there knows how thankful we are to uh, all the developers and all the publishers, and uh, and of course uh, Donatello, the scientist, Game Cat, uh, everybody who contributed to get some keys together, get some gift cards together, uh, because I, I won't be able to thank each of these developers and people separately during the show while we give stuff away. Uh, so I want to kind of say that now, um, or that are we gonna, are we going to thank our Lord and savior Shuhei Yoshida as well? I mean, I thank know. you, my Lord. Yes. <laughs> is, that, is, is that an acceptable answer? Yes. <laughs> All right, man, this is an amazing day. Five years. Let's get the show started. You ready? Woohoo! Let's go, Brian. <laughs> That's a yes. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And, of course, this guy that you recognize. Yes, you do. You know him. You love him. It's AJ from The Underground. PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Gamecats? What is up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. But more importantly, happy Five-year anniversary, baby, Woo! of PlayStation VR, and boy, am I excited, Brian, because we have nothing but awesome news, giveaways, and tons of stuff to go through, and I'm super excited. We've got updates, we've got new details uh, of Moss Book 2, and so much to go through, so I am so happy to see all of you in the chat, Johnny Sopokter guys, aka the Boo Flat Ghost Cat, see more spooky, cat. scary game strips, LC2552 beats, all my fam in the house, including Kill a Cell 7774, ever with the $5 donation. Kill a Cell, baby. Welcome, guys. Five years, Brian. Five whole years already kicking off the giveaways in the chat with the Swordsman North America key. Uh, shout out to Sin Studio. Dude, gonna have lots of Swordsman giveaways too. Uh, so if you didn't get that one, maybe you'll get the next one. And Release the Kraken! Listen, I know full well that there's going to be people out there that go, I didn't get to watch live and I didn't get anything. <laughs> oh boy, do we have you covered too. Listen, I want you in the comments below, whether you're watching, you know, if after after the show's over, leave a comment because uh, thank you to Electric Cat Games for not one, two, three, four, four, <laughs> five copies, one's on the floor, five copies yes. of To the Top Physical yes. from... Uh, is this, uh, I think this is limited run games, right? Yeah, limited run games, yes. so super limited edition. There's only, I think, only 1,800 ever made. Uh, so really hard to get, inexpensive. So we're going to be mailing those out physically to you. Hell yeah, that is badass. To the Top, man, what a great game. Yeah, in the comments, I want to see to the top, physical edition with your PSN name, uh, and that's how we'll get in touch with you, obviously. So uh, we'll pick those we'll pick those winners out at random and ship them out sometime over the course of the next month or seven because I don't leave the house very often. AJ, before we get to some of the festivities, I think we have a whole lot of news to take care of. But first, some housekeeping. Make sure you join our Discord. That link's in the description below. And, you know, if you don't like watching us, because I get it, we're two giant heads talking about games, down below you can always watch us on spotify nope listen to us on spotify or apple Podcasts. uh that is definitely another option for you but guess what you're gonna miss out 
and all the giveaways if you're not watching right now. Oh, yeah. Good luck, cats. Now it is the time to start talking about news, Brian, because we got a lot to talk about. And the first thing we are going to talk about, Ultra Wings 2, Brian. <laughs> it is happening. It is coming to PlayStation VR after we blackmailed the developers of uh, at, over at BitPlanet Studios. And we said, hey, we've got these pictures of you. You might want to release it on PSVR. And they said, okay, uh, we don't want that. We don't want to hurt our reputation. And they did. Great times. <laughs> Is that how this all went down? I'm just like, I'm just getting no, caught up. I had no, no that's idea. That's not how it went down. <laughs> that's not how it went down at all. They, uh, they posted yesterday and they said, <clears throat> in light of some recent news, we, we're reevaluating bringing Ultra Wings 2 to PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. And then they followed it up and they basically said, uh, <clears throat> you know, we, so, so what did you first think when this happened, Brian? They, they basically said they're reevaluating, bring it to PSVR and, uh, yeah. I mean, what did I think happened? I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I, I you think were ready that, to go uh, all conspiracy theory and like, oh, what does this mean due to recent news? We all kind of thought, what is this recent news could could have been, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think a lot of people jump to the conclusion. Like, it'd be, it's ten, it's a tendency people have is to kind of go negative first, right? And be like, oh, my God, uh, PlayStation VR 2 must be delayed. <laughs> that must be the reason. <laughs> and so they better get it out on PSVR 1 to, to, to kind of capture that audience. Um, but, yeah, I just say, uh, you know, I just... Uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, my the first thought that I had was they just they just listened to the community and they were like, hey, we really want to bring them the game, uh, you know. And, and this was this PlayStation VR was you know a huge audience for them for Ultra Wings One, so it, it felt like leaving everybody out in the dark or out in the cold and saying, you know, we know that you love our game, but uh, but too bad, too bad. So it, it was it was it was a nice change of pace, no matter what the actual reason was. Yeah, they ex. They uh, expressed some regret in the decision that that it hurt them almost as much as it hurt us that they were going to be bringing it to other platforms. But they had this in mind. They wanted to bring it to next gen uh, VR, which is, of course, PlayStation VR 2, as we're calling it for now, or PSVR on PS5. And unfortunately, it seems like those plans might have fallen through. Um, so now they've gone back and said, well, now we're going to make the decision to release it on PSVR 1. But I know that sucks for them. But here's the thing, Brian. This is good news overall, especially for us. And I believe they'll still be able to release it on the next-gen console, next-gen headset. Um, and I think that start this is the starting point that they should have started at in order to make that happen yeah yeah i mean i possibly right i mean it just seems like you know for for a game that isn't even scheduled to come out on pc vr or quest until uh what february i believe february of 2022 that still leaves like this whole margin of like nothing for psvr one owners that 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 left you know we're all assuming that psvr 2 is coming out holiday 2022 and so that's like you know possibly eight months of just letting your game sort of flounder and you know yeah. i'm sure whenever they release it it would it would be very popular because people love ultra wings man and ultra wings 2 seems to be a, yeah. a bigger more polished version of the first game and so that's great that people will buy it whenever it comes out assumingly but but man it's like if your plan was hey we're going to put it on psvr 2 don't make us wait eight months to play your game you know 
Yeah, I think this is going to be better for building up the core audience. Um, and people will, if it gets a relaunch, which I think it will get a relaunch on PSVR 2, it's going to have people going, oh, Ultra Wings 2, uh, that was so good on PSVR 1. It's going to have that word of mouth yeah. uh, kind of spreading. And and that's going to, that's really a big part of what's keeping VR going these days because there a lot of VR games are not getting this huge marketing push and even when they are it doesn't always mean it's success what has been really successful are people going oh my god this game's so good and then and then it spreads to another person to another person so um despite their little bit of setback here uh I am very happy that we're going to get to play this uh, hopefully in like early 2022 when it's supposed to release. Super excited, in fact. Super excited. So, I mean, you know, plenty of conspiracy theories, plenty of people guessing uh, what all of BitPlanet Games' tweets mean. They were very interesting tweets that they could have been very revealing. Uh, but, you know, regardless of the reason, regardless of what happened, I think it turned out best for everybody. Yeah. So, and for all you Let's EU cats it, yeah. out there, man, look at the chat. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good luck, guys. Um, all right, so moving on, Brian. Yes. All right. So it's Spooky Month. You, I'm so excited we got spooky it, news it, for Spooky Month. <laughs> we got some more positive news, some great action happening, and that is Hinge. Mm -hmm. has, the developers behind the horror game Hinge have received their dev kits finally. At long last. Uh, so I don't yes. know exactly how long ago they got their dev kits, man, but this was this was a team that I was rooting for. This was a game that sort of launched in a crappy state on PC VR, but then they, they, they just stuck with it and patched it and updated it and talked to the community and gave gave them everything that they wanted. And uh, and now people are playing and going, this is, this is actually a really good horror game. It's a lot of fun. It's really well done. And so I, I was rooting for this team big time. Uh, this is Arcadia VR. And, uh, but they just couldn't get their hands on a PSVR 1 dev kit, and now they've gotten it. And, uh, and so work has begun, and I mean, you know me, man. You know me. It's like I want to stretch October out for the next, well, 12 months. <laughs> I want it to last until next uh, October. Next five years. Right? And so, and so if, if, these guys, if these guys manage to get their game out in six months or whatever, and it, and it happens to be a, you know, this, this random early summer release or whatever the hell it happens to be, I don't care. I don't care when this game comes out. I just, I just really, really want to get this game. As soon as they're done porting with it, hopefully it'll be a nice, smooth process and, uh, and, and there won't be any problems. But I am ready, man. I am ready. Hook me up. Well, that's <laughs> step one. Um, now the step two is... Is this game going to be any good? It looks good from what I've seen. Yeah, um, I mean, as long as the, the port second, goes smoothly, because the PC yeah, port, the, the PC version test. is good. That's that's all we're hearing is PC version is good now. It launched poorly. Okay, it's good. good now. Stay out of the chat. Excellent. <laughs> like we just had this conversation. I had, I had to welcome uh, Edu Elgato Leonesco because he you, said you could have just done guys, it like that. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you'd rather me just say it uh, out loud. What up, Decepticon? Um, all right. So congratulations to them. Uh, and, yeah, I hope they uh, get it to us uh, as soon as possible. Uh, hopefully another 2022 game. We don't have really a whole lot that we know about going into 2022. So, you know, we but we didn't for this year either. We knew about Hitman, mm -hmm. and I think that was it. And then we got, like, so many games. So... Um, but more on that later because it is time to talk about The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Brian, which just got a brand new update 
And it now adds a quick start button so that even if you haven't beaten the game, you can now go in and play Aftershocks, the free uh, update that occurred. So pretty awesome feature. But in addition to that, they also had in, I think this was maybe a week or two ago, for those who don't know, we had talked about the the graphical uh the graphics taking a small hit mm. once this uh, redesign came out, and now they've restored the resolution and anti-aliasing for the PS4 Pro slash PS5. So, Brian, now the game is back, restored to its <laughs> former glory yeah. visually, actually enhanced because there's no pop-in anymore, mm. and you can access the free DLC. Let's go, Brian. It's It's the best of all worlds. This is great. Because uh, yeah, I mean, no, no pop, no pop in. Uh, I I didn't I didn't mind the aliased look to it. It kind of you know I always say that without anti aliasing, you kind of have this like sharper edge to it. But man, when I jumped in today, just to be like, okay, let's now now that I've got a proper perspective and I can do in my head a side by side comparison, I was very very happy with what they did and just making sure that it was you know smooth and not blurry just for the sake of getting rid of those hard edges. I, I think Saints right. and Sinners is a, is a beautiful game, and I'm really, really happy that they got the resolution back up where it belonged. Very happy about this. Yeah, it's a masterpiece of a game. Uh, has amazing game loop and survival mechanics. And the DLC, Aftershocks, was really sweet and gives you a hint at future content they have planned. Um, so, yeah, if you thought to yourself, like I did, man, Saints and Sinners just needs some puzzles in it. Then Aftershocks is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't don't think anybody thought that. (laughs) Ooh, Moss Game and Soundtrack. Nice. I love some Moss. Can't wait to talk about Book 2. I finally am present when we can talk about some Moss Book 2. Oh, God, I missed the last two games cast where that was headlining, and it killed me. All right, man. So moving on, Brian. Um, Alvo. Yeah, we have gotten we've they have been teasing and teasing and teasing this zombies update. And it sounds like it could come out at any moment now. But we've been speculating on some of the uh, pictures that we've gotten. Well, Steve over there at uh, Martin Pole was basically just doing a drive by in our discord and dropped some photos of the new zombies update and there are more than zombies. There are a ton of enemies. And these pictures, Brian, look dope as hell. Yeah. What do you think of these? I think they look amazing. Yeah, man, this is this is the this is exactly what I want from Alvo to uh, to kind of infuse a little bit of new blood or uh, or the undead into into this game. I already liked it, uh, but I I, I kind of had a hard time going back to it after a while. I played it a ton leading up to launch, and then uh, and then after launch, I sort of just like fell off of it completely. So this looks great man like this looks like you know these character models are awesome and i just i just can't wait to see how it all plays we did talk to steve a little bit and found out that there is certainly some uh it it, it's not obviously as deep as the zombies mode in call of duty man but there's there's some deep gameplay mechanics there that's really going to mix things up and really really excited to finally get my hands on it and learn how it all works and work together as a team to survive i love that I love that picture with the zombie with the one eye, and he looks like he kind of looks like if Ghostface got run over by a car. 
Oh, I'm excited about the new Scream movie, too. But, yeah, man, yeah. Th- these enemies and all this, I love their design. They have such, like, a classic-looking design to me. They they remind me of a lot of House of the Dead kind of creatures and zombies. And, of course, you've got, like, the, the demon Rottweilers. The, just all this is just super cool-looking, and I'm really, really excited for this. Plus, one of those pictures is actually a little bit older but if you see at the top, it says locate and capture the objective. And that is just, again, more confirmation that this isn't just a wave shooter. This is going to be survival with some objectives as well. And I think that is one of the things. All They just seem like they're nailing this to me. Uh, and as a reminder, guys, this is your last day to get Alvo on sale. So it is currently $25. That is an excellent nice. price for it. It's a good price. Um, that, and this is your final 24 hours to do so. So wanted to throw this in there and uh, remind you guys, because if you're remotely interested, you don't want to miss out. You can play with the aim controller, you can play with the moves, you can play with DualShock 4, player base is active, zombies mode coming, now is the time. I 100% agree. This is going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. And uh, again, a really good excuse to jump back in. And again, but if, if, they, don't, if they don't make it this month, I just want to say this publicly take your time get it right as, as cool as it would yeah. be to have like a, a spooky game mode for uh, for albo during the month of october whatever man like take your time get it right we'll play it in november we'll play it in december it'll be fine no hurry <laughs> yeah i i agree i'm really hoping they come out in time it comes out in time but but this is going to be a long-term thing this isn't just a a small little halloween update this is a a permanent mode so, so the better it can be at launch, definitely the better. And if it if it barely misses October, you know that'd be unfortunate. But it's still going to be awesome when it when it arrives. I Ooh, agree. Arashi, Castles of Sin, so cool, man. Dude, we had <laughs> good good yeah. games. You're dropping in the chat. I want to try to win some. Big time, man. We have like the the support support from all the publishers and developers was absolutely crazy. So I just want to give another shout out to everybody who supplied us with keys uh, to make sure that this day would be special for a lot of you out there right yes arashi just got that combat the sword fighting update man i love that game i cannot recommend it enough uh and now that it's got the the sword fighting um enhanced basically yeah like that is a polished game top to bottom now and uh ps4 pro enhanced super cool man definitely all right, man. It's time to move on to uh, to. I'm so glad that you're here for this topic because <laughs> because somehow I don't know how you keep missing it, uh, but you're never here whenever we talk about Moss Book Two. So let's talk about some Moss Book Two. Oh man, so yeah, so Moss uh, in part of the five year celebration. I know, man. Tell me about it. I've I've been such a big fan of Moss since the beginning. It was my most anticipated game all the way back in 2017. And the game was absolutely incredible to me when I finally got my hands on it in uh, 2018, early 2018. Let's take uh, a time February. out for a second. I, I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear because you, you've said before how special Moss is to you yeah. and that it means a lot to yeah. you. It's a, it's, yeah. right, it's yeah. a personal thing. I don't, I'm not sure if Very you've personal. ever elaborated on that before. I want, I want to know what's going on. Like, why, did, how did, why did this game resonate with you so much? Well, long story short, I've always been a sucker for mascots, and I've always thought mascots were super important for platforms. Um, And, you know, all the way from from Crash Bandicoot to Spyro the Dragon um, to Sir Daniel Fortescue from Medieval, even Jersey Devil, even the deep cut 
mascots like mm. Jersey Devil for yeah. Christ's sake. Uh, I've just always thought they are essential for that brand identity, that PlayStation identity, and and Quill is such a well thought out character and is not only adorable but but the the world is amazing and and she's like a she does like hack and slash uh gameplay um she speaks sign language which i think is just so fascinating um i had friends that worked at disney that even had knew about quill before moss was even announced um because they were they were doing something with her like like showcasing her in some way um and this game just grabbed me by the heart and and like i love this game this was also my first playstation vr platinum um that that kicked them kicked off my platinum runs um but yeah this game from an emotional to to just entertainment level this game just basically was perfect for me i thought it was just uh, another masterpiece um and uh yeah so always been super special and I made videos back in the day about it being my most anticipated game uh, before it came out, well before it came out. Well, did you think that when they announced Book 2, did you, okay, well, let me ask you this, because you sort of have a reputation about this by now. So did you think there was a possibility that Polyarch was like, we've given up on Moss, we're going to do something different? Or did you think no. we're going we're gonna to stick with this? This is our franchise, and we're killing it. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. That never never yeah, lost hope? because... Never lost hope, not for one second. Um, you know, and this was the also the team that made me say, okay, anytime Bungie, former Bungie devs make, you know, those are the creators that made Halo, Destiny, those series. And I said, anytime these guys touch anything in VR, we get something special. And and that started with with Moss, but but no, they gave us they gave us an update about once a year, and I think it was late 2019 was the last update we had where they said we have, you know, all hands on deck working on this. We're also starting to work, uh, create a new project. So this isn't even the only thing Polyarch is working on. I've been following every last detail that any ounce of information I could find on this, Brian, because I am just a mega fan. <clears throat> you remember for an entire year, I begged you to go and finish this game because Des did the review and I was just like, please. And you were like, you were like, yeah, I loved it, but I never finished it because Des reviewed it, and I was busy doing other things. And I was like, begging you on my knees. I was like, please finish Moss. Mm -hmm. It's so good. The soundtrack, man. I used to listen to the soundtrack. Everything, dude. Everything. Amazing. I've got the poster right here. I bought the poster. I've got the mug. I've I bought this shit at launch. <laughs> it just meant so much to me, man. That's, Where I mean, was I? I? I have no idea. That's <laughs> awesome. Dude, that's awesome to hear. You know, like you love mascots and, and they're important to you. And this game delivered on the mascot shit. And now we're getting Moss Book 2 at some undisclosed time. Uh, and we actually got some more information about Moss Book 2 today over on the PlayStation blog, right? We did. Um, this comes from Josh Stixma, the uh, principal engineer and design director over at Polyarch. First of all, let me say something real quick. He... He starts off this article by saying, Shuhei Yoshida, head of PlayStation Indies, Sony Interactive Entertainment, introduced the world to PlayStation VR by stating that it was going to be, quote, the next innovation from PlayStation that will shape the future of games, end quote. And they say, and boy, was he right. And I could not agree 
more. But um, I'll read the first part of this. It says, for the past five years, PlayStation VR has provided the industry, specifically VR developers like us, with an incredible opportunity to create worlds and games that push entertainment and emotional connection beyond what today's more traditional game technology provide uh, VR is the only pro- platform that truly immerses players in other worlds allowing them to be a part of a narrative experience you are a part of the story um, and they they go on to say that how their team has essentially in certain areas doubled um, and that uh, one thing I thought was really interesting is when I think of VR Brian I think of how VR changes gameplay because i've always been a huge gameplay guy and looking for new ways to discover new game loops new uh just i love the creative and innovation and intuitive controls that are brand new and fresh that's what keeps gaming important for me but they said how important it was that there is an emotional connection and using finding ways to use vr to make an emotional connection in VR and have that enhanced storytelling. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I just, I never thought about VR being used in a way to have an uh, enhanced emotions that way as much as gameplay does. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, it's almost inherent. Like it, it almost seems silly at this point because we've been playing VR games for so long. It makes sense. Like the characters seem more real that you're interacting with. The, the the dialogue seems more real. It all seems more personal because you feel like that character in the game. Somebody's not talking to you through a television screen, and so it all seems more personal. Uh, and uh, and and I don't and I don't think that's something I would have understood uh, before spending a lot of time in VR. And, and so I think it's something that we take for granted now. And I and I, re- and I recognize that every single time I play a flat screen game, because <laughs> it's 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 wildly different. There's not that personal connection. I don't feel immersed in that game world, and so I, I, I am 100% there with you, man. 100% there with you. Well, um, so they go on to t- say some things here, and they've actually given us some new information about a couple little tidbits about some of the visual uh, enhancements as well as some gameplay tweaks that they've done. Uh, starting with, they've they say um, we found an opportunity to create many more visual effects systems and shaders that can only be experienced at their fullest within VR. This ranges from snowflakes falling in the mountains to candle flames that move around as the player creates wind in their hands. Uh, we've also added. Uh, okay, so yeah, they they are just talking about like they're going to have more visual effects uh, in the game and. They, they even said that at one point some of their developers actually got so immersed in, in testing these that they would actually feel cold because of just all the, you know, being like tricking the brain, which is basically what you want VR to do. Yeah. Have you ever had that happen to you where, where you like felt something that you saw visually? I have. Yeah, probably. Uh, I... I... I, I I don't know, man. I guess uh, that would have to be something I think about because uh, because so frequently I do my best to make sure that whatever's happening in game is sort of like happening in my environment. You know, we talk about Farpoint and turning a fan on and making sure that yeah. that whole first area is super windy, and so you just have, and you're out in this big open area, so having a fan on you uh, while you while you play is just super ultra immersive. But yeah, certainly I've I've certainly um, I, I know that in VR worlds. 
uh, I think the London Heist. I picked up that cigar, put it in my mouth, lit it, and and I and I swear to you, were you like, were you like? <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> I, I I for a split second I thought I smelled cigar smoke. You know that that was yeah. early on, so my brain was uh, easy, way more easy to trick at this point. At that point, so yeah. yeah. The one the one thing that I always kind of harken back to is uh, until dawn, rush of blood. There's a there's a part where the clown guy is like is like chasing you. And there's gas that pops uh, up, yeah. and it's like a, it's like a green gas. For some reason, every time I went through that green gas, I would always feel like a cool sensation. Um, it was very strange, but so I've I've witnessed this myself. But anyways, moving on to uh, other new features in Moss Book Two, they say we've also added a new player ability that allows players to grow traversable foliage for Quill in the game. This includes a vine bridge. That enables Quill to access different sections of the game. So I wonder if that's going to be like uh, at a Metroidvania element, sort of like, oh, now you have this uh, Vine Bridge ability and you can access new areas in the game. That'd be really cool. It would be cool. I, I definitely think that would be great because obviously Moss Book 1 was very, very straightforward. It was a path from beginning to end. You here, Here's the next screen here's the next screen here's the next screen and very seldom would you ever go back and see something that you'd already seen so giving you a reason to run back and forth and and, and discover new areas based on powers is what metroidvanias are all about uh, if that was a thing pff, fucking awesome hey uh, real quick i want to make sure that uh, everybody in the chat's aware uh these these codes came from everywhere all over the place uh, different developers different places uh different sites so uh so if it sounds like if there's a European problem with the codes, then I apologize. Uh, these codes are legit, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry if you're not getting them. I, I do think that a lot of them are just being snagged before you guys are having a chance to get them. I know the error message isn't reflecting that, but I think that's what probably what's happening. Let us know if you redeem a code so that we know it's gone. Let us know. Um, so there's two more things about Moss Book 2. Woo, I'm so excited to get to talk about this, man. I'm so excited. Um, so they say, now players will find meticulously hand-painted artwork, audio, and visual effects that move and evolve as the story progresses. Some pages in the book that you use uh, even have dynamic content that interacts with the player as they move around. So one thing that they said was that players, you know how in Moss uh, you start in that church or the, and I'm sorry, I think it's a library, and there's, like, the Moss book, and you're, like, flipping the pages, and it's telling the story. They were saying they noticed that a lot of people just kind of, like, didn't connect with that as much as they should have or wanted or intended to. So now they've gone and made, basically enhanced that with all the things I just listed um, to maybe add more interactive elements and uh, capture your attention a little bit more for the story as it progresses. Looper, the game cat with the five euros, says, Brian, can you please double check the region of these EU codes? No one from Europe seems to be able to redeem them. Handled. We also got Joey Bat 233 with the $3 tip, says, for a silly fun game, I recommend Accounting Plus. We also recommend Accounting Plus. That game was awesome. And we got Wild Hour, the game cat, with the Australian $10, says, congratulations on five awesome years. Thanks heaps for the tips and recommendations. My VR experience is incredible. Thanks to you guys. To the top, Australia. Oh, guys, again, <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, you're, if, if you type in anything for To the Top, the physical version that we're giving away won't work in the chat. Make sure you leave it in the comments below, uh, and that'll, that'll make sure that you enter your name, your PSN name, into the top, and, we'll, and then we'll pick five at random. Oh, yeah. Um, so one last thing. Uh, 
Quill has had facial reconstruction surgery, Brian. She went under the knife. No, not my Quill. <laughs> she got some Botox, you know. <laughs> they say Quill will have an even wider range of emotional performances for you to experience. Basically, they've they um, talk about how she like autonomously kind of emotes certain things and um now they've actually gone even step further with her expressions uh, all the way down to her face uh now can probably have more animations uh, and also depending on the events it sounds like um during whenever an event happens it sounds like she will kind of reflect uh that with her mood or certain things that she communicates to you uh, either through sign language body language things like that so um, these are all things, this is just the beginning, some, some little teasers that we've gotten uh, from Polyarch in today's blog. What's your guess, Mossberg man? Two. When's this thing coming out? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate, I'll, I'll follow up with you on that later. Um, they haven't given a release date, so I actually think we could see this I'm going to say January or February 22. Yeah, I would say possibly even later. I, I do feel like that Sony is sort of uh, buttoned this up as a, a temporary exclusive, right? As a limited exclusive for at least a little while. We have no idea how long the exclusive exclusivity will last. So uh, with all these games, with a lot of games being pushed out of 2021 and uh, in 2022 being, we're very unsure of release dates of yeah. that so far. We've got a list of games that we think are coming out in 2022, but uh, but we have no release dates for any of them. I think this is, we're going to start seeing games like Moss Book 2 start peppering in uh, all, all of next year. And I think they'd actually want to kind of push this off a little bit to kind of give us something to look forward to, uh, maybe like mid-year. So that's my guess. We'll, we'll see what happens. It could it could be out in two months. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say quarter one, 22. That's when I think it's coming. Because they didn't have a release date in their trailer, so I don't think it's going to, I don't know. All right, Brian. Well, that brings us to another main topic, which is PlayStation blog. Isabel Thomas, Tomatis, sorry, uh, the senior director, PSVR, eSports, Peripheral Marketing and Licensing, SIE, uh, posted in the PlayStation blog, Brian, Today marks the fifth anniversary of the day PlayStation VR was introduced to the world, and we want to take this moment to thank all of our fans and talented development community for embracing this platform and supporting PSVR through the years. It's amazing to see how virtual reality has really established itself in these past five years as a platform for gaming, and we're pleased to have PSVR play a big role in, in VR's growth. I totally agree, Brian. I had slightly heard about VR um, on the PC side, but I took a chance and I said, they've got, they've got this Russia blood game that looks amazing. And I loved, I've always loved peripherals. Um, and I, you know, I've still got my shooter. I already had move controllers and I was like, what the hell? Let me give this a shot. And, and boom, and here I am now. <laughs> and boom, yeah. I mean, it, I, it, it 
It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've told my story a thousand times about how I almost canceled my pre-order because it was just, I didn't have really the money at that time. And, uh, and, and luckily I, I couldn't, I missed that. I missed my chance to cancel my pre-order and it all worked out for the best. Um, but man, it's like at, at, at launch, it was, it really felt like the sky was the limit. It felt like if, for any of us who got in at launch, we're just like blown away by it. We really thought that the sky was the limit. We thought that everything was coming to VR because they had, I mean, they had drive club VR. They had, um, uh, Eve Valkyrie, like these big games, right? They, they, they felt big and they, and they felt, uh, and they felt futuristic. You were inside of it and everything was moving really fast. <laughs> and like some of them cared about motion sickness. Some of them didn't. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it was, it was this good feeling to say, Hey man, like everybody seems like they're really in support of this. And there's a ton of indie games that came along for the ride, you know, games that we'd never would have played otherwise. Headmaster, uh, this is like super hypercube, man. It's like game games that were outside of, uh, I mean, outside of anything I would have cared about. And, and I think that that was the great thing. That was the first thing I realized that PSVR was going to do for me was that it was going to allow me to experience games in genres that I would never have played otherwise because suddenly I care. I care about experiencing them because they this is delivering me a new way to experience them, and it's the way that I've always wanted. Yeah, not only genres, but um, like IPs, like Hitman, I never had any interest in until VR. Um so many, in fact, that that just so so many survival games, um, even horror games. I play way more horror games since uh, VR, which I I've always liked them, but I didn't love them until until now. But anyways, they go on to elaborate, and uh, she says, and to celebrate this PSVR milestone, we wanted to give a special thank you to PlayStation fans, starting in November. PlayStation Plus members will get three free PSVR bonus games for no extra charge. Stay tuned for more details in the PlayStation Plus update in the next few weeks. Three bonus VR games and PlayStation Plus in November, Brian. How cool is that? Sorry about the sirens on my end, guys. Um, the... Uh... It feels, and I don't, want, I don't want to like throw any shade here, but it does feel like this was a half measure by Sony to be like, uh, no, we didn't forget about, at all about the about <laughs> about the anniversary coming up. Uh, Herman yeah. Hulse, Herman Hulse saw my tweet. <laughs> I mean, it, it it seems like it would have been more appropriate to be like, hey, we're you know, in in honor of the upcoming anniversary, we're going to make sure you have three extra PSVR games during the month of October with plus instead, they were, instead they were like, Oh, what can we do? Uh, next month we'll give you something. It, it, it felt yeah. like this like bullet belated birthday present or something that a little half hearted. Don't get me wrong. Free shit's great. Free shit's awesome. And, and we'll see yeah. which games they are. That's the big question mark. Uh, but, but man, it, it did that feel like the they sort of forgot. Mark. They were like, we want to do something special for you guys, but we didn't think about it till last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been, you know, we're going to have this conversation eventually in depth, more in depth about what we feel like Sony got right and wrong. And, and I always felt like the, the marketing, the messaging around VR could have been much better. Uh, I talked about how they, they put stuff on the big stage that absolutely tanked and they put stuff behind, they released stuff in blogs and it just wasn't enough. Like it means a lot to us, but it's not, but nobody else is seeing it. And that's a problem. Um, 
But that being said, you know, we're here to celebrate. <laughs> so, um, well, dude, I, when you it, it's you know, again, we we cer- we've certainly made fun of Sony a little bit here and there being like, oh, their marketing's rough or like they they're not putting enough into uh, you know, especially when compared to something like the Quest uh advertising campaign, which seems to be right endlessly supplied financially right it seems to have like an endless never-ending black hole of financial support being like commercials everywhere all the time and so yeah, like nba courts and stuff yeah right so the thing is is uh like but but sony's kind of taken another route and over the course of the last five years i feel like they, they've thrown their money at, at developers saying hey bring your game over here bring your game make it an exclusive make you weren't planning on making a psvr version here's some money Make it a, make a PlayStation VR version. So, unlike how some people look at their support of the Vita, this was completely the opposite. So for so long, people are like, "Oh, PSVR is going to be the next Vita." For so long, we heard that, and it's been completely the opposite. You know, when, even when even when sales were down and Quest started taking over, Sony was there making sure that we had games all the time to play. Yeah, I mean, and we're talking a lot of exclusives too, man. Like a lot of exclusives: yeah. Resident Evil Seven, Astrobot, Blood and Truth, Wipeout, Omega Collection, Arashi, Dreams, Hitman Three, Firewall, uh, Iron Man, Farpoint. I'm reading, but I'm trying to be excited. Static, so good. Rush right? of Blood. Rush of Blood, the inpatient, which was less good. Fract, no, the, yeah, dude, no. dude, in games, <laughs> games you don't even think about being exclusive, like Derosine, right, or Riggs, or Golem, right? Wins and leads. Right. Here they lie. Launch title. I just, I just played yesterday. Uh, yeah. Still holds up, man. These beautiful, beautiful games. Uh, games that no one even talks about. Stardust Odyssey, Separation. These, these are some amazing, amazing exclusives. And Sony has been taking care of their gamers for the last five yeah. years straight. It's been amazing. Yeah. Don't forget, don't forget, everybody's got VR. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can keep going. Yeah. But but that's the thing though is that they um the library I think for PSVR is unmatched. You could say whatever you want about the hardware. I think it does way more than than it actually was ever supposed to. I think it does for what it is. I think the hardware performs admirably. Um but the games, man. It's all about the games. I don't think there's a better platform when it comes to right. VR games and the amount of quality, uh, like quality titles and exclusives that you get here. And I think that's the biggest advantage. And for us who are like huge gamers, that's a big deal. That's super important. So, yes, the hardware is a little bit behind uh, compared to the competition right now. But I don't see other platforms getting a Rashi, Fract. Hitman, like uh, you know, it's uh, those are those are big, big, big deals. Um, I so do super I, cool stuff. I do think we will see other platforms get games like Arashi, they right? Will. But yeah. but but for now, it's like this this is the only place to play it. And uh, man, you get and you can't you cannot fault Sony for putting their money where their mouth is, making sure that we have games to play uh, because. Maybe you know they, they, maybe they've made some rough mistakes over the last five years, but here we are five years later, and guess what? It's still the most powerful uh, PSVR headset outside of. I mean, it's the most powerful. The PSVR is the most powerful PSVR headset. Hold on a second, I'm about to wake up. PSVR is still the most powerful uh, headset uh, outside of the PC VR realm. It's it, 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 here's you know Oculus trying to get into the game, and they are and and just severely underpowered headsets over and over and over. Uh, Quest 2 is like running on a PlayStation 3. We've talked to tons of developers, right? So even if you're on the OG PS4, guess what? You're still running an entire generation ahead of what the newest competition has brought us. Uh, so it's, yeah. you know, so here we are five years later and, and still absolutely killing it in terms of being like, we, I don't think we're not really going to see uh, real next gen VR until we see PSVR 2. 
I, I've said it. There you go. You can try to prove me wrong. You'll probably you'll probably be very successful at that. But I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on top of this, they released the most played PlayStation VR games Ooh. globally, as well as by region. Do you want to know, Brian, what the top five? Most played PSVR games are globally. It's, it's not going to be accurate. They're not. They're not taking into consideration uh, hybrid games. <laughs> I don't know how I well, feel about this. You're gonna. You're gonna want. You're gonna want to know. Okay. Uh, number one, know. we've got Rec Room. That's which not a I actually. Yeah, that's not a surprise. It's a free game. It's one of the few always active online games. Um, number two is Beat Saber. That's Which also not a, surprise. not a surprise. <laughs> wow. okay. Now, this one kind of is a surprise to me. Number three is PlayStation VR Worlds. Wow. That is for most played. I'm, I wonder, you know what? Now I don't know. Are they talking about hourly or are they talking about, like, uh, now I'm wondering, are they talking about hours or are they talking about the m- downloads or yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, because because worlds, I feel like you only get so much out of it. You know, there's, there's certainly that Arkanoid breakout puzzle style game, uh, but other than that, there's not a whole lot of replayability in some of those. Right. I don't know. I guess the well, luge a little me, bit, right? Well, the even that uh, even Danger Ball, like if you go to the leaderboards, there's a lot of people on the leaderboards, and there are some high scores in there. So, uh, I think I think quantity, the amount of people that played it probably makes up for the longevity of how, um, how often people played it. Um, I think it's a a little play with numbers game here. Uh, at number four, it is the elder scrolls five Skyrim VR. Now I can see that because (laughs) I've got a bunch of hours in that myself. I know game cats that fell asleep in that game and like woke up. That is still a dream I never (laughs) achieved, which is like falling asleep in VR and waking up in Skyrim. Right, man. You know how bad I wanted that to happen. Never did. Oh, uh, I mean, you finally. can still make it happen. Just, you know, get real tired and put the headset on. I don't know how comfortable it's, that would it's be. It's got to be organic, though. <laughs> <laughs> you want to accidentally wanna, fall asleep in the headset? Yes. Yeah, I want to, like, accidentally wake up and be like, whoa, like, I'm out in the woods. There's a, uh, you know, anyways. Um, <laughs> the final top play game on global scale, Brian, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. That's all me. That make you happy? That that's all me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm really glad they're counting uh, hybrid games. Yeah, Rec, Rec Room, Resident Evil. This is great. This is really great. Yeah, it makes me now, really happy, man. It makes me really happy to know that the people who played it played it a lot, right? Maybe we see that yeah. you know, a million of the five million PSVR owners or six million PSVR owners, uh, you know, only a certain amount played it. But I think the people who played it absolutely fucking loved it and and couldn't stop playing it. Lots of replayability. Chirpy J Extra says, I fell asleep in Astrobot. Now, that would be a pleasant place to wake up in. Uh, man, what a joy that <laughs> game is. Um, so the, the there's a couple other games here. When you go by region, um, North America also had Job Simulator. And, of course, to no surprise, Firewall Zero Hour, which is super awesome. No I mean, surprise. dude, I... Yeah, Firewall Zero Hour, like I said, is so unique because not only was it forever, besides Rec Room, like the first multiplayer game that actually sustained a player base. People still play that game, and it is still going strong. Um, Also, I saw FC in the chat. What up, guys? 
Um, Thank you guys so much for being here and dropping keys, uh, participating in the five-year birthday with the rest of us. Really appreciate you guys stopping by. Thank you. That that game is a is a headset seller. That game, like I I have people that play buy a PSVR and only play Firewall. We need more games like that of that caliber. Um, And and that's that's hard to do. You most games get by or get an extra boost because. They're attached to some already popular IP, and then you know even if the game is mediocre, uh, then pe- it still sells a bunch because people go, oh, this is I know this brand or this game. This game did it by itself, um, and isn't necessarily super surprising because it had a bunch of AAA devs from Activision from uh, that worked on like Call of Duty games, um, and of course it's you know a great great game. So. Awesome to see that. Now we move to Japan, Brian. We shall move We're to Japan. Japan in just one <laughs> second, AJ, because we got so many tips to get caught up on. First, come from Looper, the game cat uh, with the five euro says, Wait, is this starting in November like every month? He's talking about the three uh, game giveaway. Um, I think we need to clarify that. It sounds like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like in November they're going to give us three PlayStation VR games as part of Plus, and that's the beginning and end of it. But, right. I mean, are you getting any other impression from that? No. Uh, I think that is what that implies. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, though, I, you know, what if, like, it was, you know how with PS5, how they gave out some new games, uh, Oddworld, Soulstorm, mm-hmm. um, Bug Snacks, and uh, that, that, I can never remember the game, name of that game, uh, Destruction All-Stars. Mm-hmm. What if, Brian... If they dropped Moss Book 2 on us as a free uh, PSVR game. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. That would be... Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I mean, anything's possible, considering that they they do have a history of dropping new games, like big, potentially popular new games, and just being like, here you go, free. Like, all right. Like that. So it's possible. I, I just don't... Whew. I feel like because they they haven't been pushing the hardware, that developers have been suffering a little bit. Yeah. Um. And I feel like that would be a great strategy to just say, here's Moss Book 2 for free uh, for PlayStation Plus users. You know, thank you for continuing to support the headset. I feel like that would be an amazing strategy. Get more people to play Moss Book 2 uh, at launch uh, would be really, really cool. But, you know, now, we'll have to wait and see. We'll, we'll wait and see, but just a differing perspective in case in case we are misreading this. Um, maybe it is very, very possible that they're saying, hey, starting in November – in, for a full year until next next October, you know, when PSVR 2 launches, we're going to be giving away a lot of PSVR 1 games. They in, Instead of getting none every month or possibly one every month, it's because we, we had mentioned, we had mentioned, you know, getting more people into PlayStation VR 1. We were talking about the different ways they could they could take advantage of the PlayStation VR 1 library built, leading up to PlayStation VR 2. This is one of those ways. They could just make it impossible for people not to buy a PSVR 1 headset. Uh, or, or potentially, you know, if there's any kind of backward compatibility, make it impossible for them not to buy a PSVR 2 headset. You know, they keep adding these games to their library, and the next thing you know, they have three every month for the next 12 months. It's 36 games. Did I do my math right? I did. You, you have 36 games to play on a headset that you don't have. It's like, how could you not go out and buy a PlayStation VR 1 headset if you had 36 games to play for it for free? So, I mean, this this could be an interesting strategy. If You know what? Yeah. They say they do say starting in yeah. November. Starting in November, PlayStation Plus members will get three PSVR bonus games 
for no extra charge. Stay yeah. tuned for more. It kind of sounds like they're doing it every month. <laughs> Three games a month. I mean, I think that would be a brilliant strategy, especially if they throw in some new games. Um, I think that would be a really, really good strategy because, quite frankly, you're not competing in selling headsets. You're getting a lot of dedicated um, you know, new users, new active users, right. but not at a fast-selling pace like you were when when PSVR. So, I've man, yeah, I don't know. The wording of that could go either way. That's 50-50. Right. Um, if, that's if, pretty cool, though. If Sony's looking at PSVR sales and saying – We've got this entire collection of games, and so many of them are good, and there's a lot of new PSVR owners out there, and we've got a whole collection of games that just aren't selling. They're just sitting there stagnant. No one's paying attention to them. It's like they don't have to give the developers all that much money to be part of the PlayStation Plus program, right? It's like, well, you weren't making any money on this before. Here's some money, (laughs) right? And so I I think think this is uh, potentially an amazing, amazing strategy to get more people into VR. We'll Anikazi says, "Pro tip: Assume the least generous reading of it until proven <laughs> otherwise." I like that, that. Is that is a good way to set the expectations correct? Or, or we could, or if it's just only for November, we could be like, "You said starting in November, not mm-hmm. only November." <laughs> we could make a big fuss about that. See if we can get us some free games moving forward. <laughs> yeah, um, so the last one was Japan, which uh, had Gran Turismo Sport. As part of its thing, that is a huge surprise. Um, I mean, I know it's uh, it's a really popular game, but the VR mode with its limitations, um, I was very surprised to see that was it. But anyways, they said there's plenty more PSVR games to look forward to with games in development such as Moss Book 2, Wanderer, After the Fall, Humanity, mm. Brian. It's they have they finally... That's the first we've heard about humanity in a year, uh, in over a year. We haven't heard about it since I think early or middle, early mid 2020. And they basically said they had to push everything back because of the pandemic. Um, so nice to hear, even though it's not some kind of huge thing. Again, this would make a great PS Plus game, Sony. Just saying. It would um, see, see more spooky, scary game streams with the two dollar tip says. Can't wait to get Good Dog, Bad Dog for free. No, don't do that. Oh my god, I'd be so mad. Right, we could convince everybody so... not to play PSVR games. That's oh all. Oh that my would do. god, yeah, yeah. You don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> puzzling places and Zenith, the last city. I'm surprised Puzzling Places got a mention there. I mean, dude, they, they previewed I mean, that game a year before it's supposed to come out. Didn't they say? Yeah. Oh, my God. They, they, I think they, they, said, Q, somebody they said Q4 <laughs> 2021, and, but they, and they showed it off in, like, February or something of this year. They're like, this game that you probably yeah. don't care about. Look, we're going to preview whatever. It's a jigsaw puzzle game in VR. It looks like it could be fun, but you don't need to preview that shit nine months ahead of time. Uh, yeah. Dude, real quick, Scott Jesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR, GameCap for Life, with the five and a half uh, quid, says, "Happy birthday, PSVR! Happy birthday, PSVR! Happy birthday, PSVR! Happy birthday!" I'm not, I'm not singing this. It's, uh, it's happy birthday. No, PSVR. hey, 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 copyright. Hey, 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 hey. That, that, that is, that is literally a problem. I can't even do that in the restaurant, or I get fucking sued. Um, wow. Now, now, sing it one more time, and you can stop washing your hands. Hashtag hire AJ. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I love it. Salvador <laughs> with the ten dollars tips is celebrating tonight. Today was the right way by playing. Celebrating today the right way by playing PSVR while listening to you guys and the cats. Hashtag hire AJ. Hashtag hit that like button. Yeah, don't forget to hit that like button, guys. We also got Luper the Game Cat with the two euros. Says imagine 
This is talking about you falling asleep in VR. He says, imagine waking up in Jack's oh, house. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, God, no. That would be amazing. amazing. Oh, that would be whole terrifying. It'd be like waking up from a dream into a nightmare, you know? We also oh. got distracted game captain New Zealand, three and a half dollars says you're not getting that masterpiece, good dog, bad dog, for free. <laughs> you want that shit? You gotta pay for it. I like it. Guys, thank you so much for all the donations, man. Appreciate it. We're trying to give back to you guys, and you just keep giving back to us. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, that is great news. But there is one final thing, Brian, before we get to our last segment of the show. And this comes via Hibsy, our local news scooper, aka Hal Nine Thousand. <laughs> that's a that's a uh, two thousand one Space Odyssey reference, isn't it? Um, wasn't that the name of the robot yeah. in 2001? It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Uh, on the Japanese blog, they actually had some comments regarding NGVR, PlayStation VR 2. And they say, for the future, SIE will continue to pursue the possibilities of VR, one of which is the development of next-generation VR systems for PS5, a new VR controller with the goal of realizing a more refined sense of presence feeling as if you really exist in the world of content such as games while making use of the knowledge cultivated with psvr we are developing technology please pay attention to sie's future efforts for vr please pay attention brian you paying attention nope not paying attention at all i've lost i've lost all my attention (laughs) for a year that was supposed to be uh you know, nonstop PSVR two news. <laughs> it's been it's been real <laughs> quiet since we first saw those controllers. But it's interesting that they had this in the Japanese blog, but not the North America blog. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, just one, just a little bit more proof that Sony uh, is not this unified brand that everybody thinks it is. It really all these different branches offer, uh, operate so frequently so independently uh and so you would think that they'd have one post one blog post that would be copied and pasted and translated professionally by each region and instead it's this kind of all over the place thing right sort of i wouldn't say kind of all over the place i don't think it's that bad but but they are a huge company and you know even playstation studios consist of several places around the globe um so it's not super surprising. It's not necessarily they're a train wreck or anything. It's just it's just it's hard to get every last detail unified. Um, they definitely they definitely don't have Sony Japan, Sony North America uh, communicating on a daily basis. Let's put it that way. And that's not that big a deal. It's not that uncommon, I would say. Yeah. But was still nice to say. It sounds like what they're saying here, though, is they say we are developing technology. So. You know, that's one of the things I said that is potentially one of the benefits is that PSVR 2, NGVR, whatever we want to call it, is still being developed. And and while we've been begging to see more, and I and really, really hope to soon, um, at the same time, the longer it takes, the more they're going to have time to develop the technology, the more they're going to have the time to look at what other companies are doing and not release something with the same mistake that they did before which is maybe like i wouldn't say light tracking was a mistake 
but you can but it was like already outdated at launch let's put it that way um and that was problematic so maybe not a mistake but problematic um and you know this gives them the advantage of not having to deal with that same thing going right out the gate and i think personally brian i mean i i think you probably feel the same as like i think psvr2 is going to be something very very special i think it's going to be it honestly makes me giddy it makes me think about when ps2 was coming out mm-hmm. and how it was like in a big jump from ps1 um i feel like it's the same way like it, it could almost be like a a golden era golden age of vr gaming once again and man i just i can't wait to experience it with you and with the game cats uh all of us with developers with with everybody i think it's going to be such a great time, such a special time in our lives. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, you know, when PSVR, when, I'm sorry, when PlayStation 1 launched and uh, they were really, really pushing 3D graphics and uh, polygonal environments and characters, it was rough, man. It, it, everything looked kind of rough. We were excited by it, obviously, uh, but it was the first time it had been done successfully. And, uh, and, and when PlayStation 2 launched, it really just... It just it just took all of those rough edges. It took uh, all any naysayers that's like, oh yeah, two D is always going to be the way forward because three D is just you know doesn't look good. Um, and, and it and it kind of silenced all that and it said it kind of showed everybody like, look how good three D can be. And I think we're in the exact same boat with PSVR two. Uh, you know, for anyone who didn't like PSVR one uh, or just that VR is not there yet, the controllers aren't there, the, the graphics aren't there. Uh, it's just too bulky. I mean, you name it, man. Like breakout box, all, all of the little things that sort of added up to make it a, a less than stellar experience for people who are more sensitive to these things. All, all, all that's gone. All that's gone. I think. I think people are going to be surprised by the form factor. It's going to be super lightweight and super ergonomic on your head. I don't think it's not going to. It's not going to weigh you down. I mean, I know PSVR one was great for that and kind of alleviated any uh, any weight distribution problems, and it felt it felt fine wearing. But I think this PSVR two is going to take that a dramatic step forward. Uh, controller's yeah. dramatic step forward, uh, and it's just doing it's just doing stuff with uh, flat screen games uh, and bringing it into VR in ways that we've never seen before. Uh, and I think the, the, the level of parity we're going to see between PlayStation 5 games, PlayStation 5 flat screen games, and PSVR 2 games, it's, it's not going to be the dramatic difference that we saw with PS4 and PSVR 1. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty on par. Oh, it's going to be, yeah, huge. Yeah. Uh, Wild Hour, the Game Cat with the Australian $5 tip says, Durasne is on special, 50% off, PS Store. Uh, thank you very much. Game on. <laughs> Durasne. There is a sale a going on right now. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed the story of Durasne. But again, I got to recommend Albo. Well, it's still one day left and Halloween update coming. Uh, that's going to get my uh, number one nod of approval, I think, right now. Uh, but yeah. Oh. See, well, Brian. Uh, Hey, just before yeah. we move on, man, I, I want to address one more question, and that's Daniel Kaz in the chat. It says, VR is evolving so quickly. Does it make sense to have a, a HMD with a seven-year life cycle? I think, I, think this is what, I think this is what's special about Sony, man. You know, it's like when, when Oculus is saying, hey, we're going to go the cell phone model and say, here's, here's this year's model, and then next year we're going to bring you a slightly upgraded next year's model, and then the year after we're going to bring you a slightly upgraded next year's model. Sony doesn't do that, man. Here we are. Five years after PSVR one launched, and we're still the most technically advanced headset. It's 
it's because it's being powered by the PlayStation 5. And then right. and then on top of that, if we ever do get a PlayStation 5 Pro, you're not going to have to buy a new headset, right? If you feel like upgrading, then you're good to go and you can make take advantage of the Pro. But it's it's all it's all in the hardware and i think that the playstation 5 is is really special and i think i think by the end of the playstation 5 life cycle uh things are still going to look really really good and no one's going to be like oh man we can't we really need a playstation 6 as soon as possible i don't think i don't think anybody's going to be saying that uh i think ps5's yeah. got a, a lot of life left in it and so I, I i'm more than willing to pay you know a few extra bucks for the next next gen vr headset from playstation uh, because I know I'm not going to have to buy the PSVR 2.5 the year after that, and the, the PSVR right. 3 the year after that. It, it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be it's it's not future proof, but certainly generation proof. Right? We're gonna it's, yeah. it'll last us till the end of the generation. So, all right, I had to get that off my shoulders, man, man, oh man. Are we, dude? Are we bringing this birthday celebration to the and end with the last segment of our show? Twenty questions, which <laughs> you stole right. from from uh, Game, Scoop. Game Scoop. Hell yeah, I did. Because because Damon Hatfield gave Farpoint a six out of ten, and so every That's time why I did that, he so. makes a mistake uh, like that, we're going to steal another thing, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, but I but I like it. It's a good excuse, man. We stole, we stole a segment from Game Scoop, and, uh, and and if we've got an excuse for it, then that's fine. All right, man. I got well, I got twenty questions uh, along with the, everybody in the chat. We got a, a twenty yes or no questions to figure out the PlayStation VR game that you're thinking of. AJ, do you have a game in mind? I do awesome. have a game in mind, Brian, well, then, and I am ready to count the number of questions you asked, and I am ready to answer any questions as accurately as possible. <laughs> this is not going to end well. I feel. Um, yeah, Patrick M in the chat was like, oh, we should do 100 questions. I was actually thinking about it. I was actually thinking about it because GameScoop has done 100 questions before. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll do that another time. Alberto Mopam, the game Gato with the Mexican 50 pesos. Says, giving and receiving, I finally got a code. Excellent. Thanks for Arashi. And here's oh, hoping yeah. for five more amazing VR-filled years. Saludos. Saludos. Hell yeah. Hashtag Alberto, Mopam, the game Gato. I love it. I got cojones. Congrats, man. Go enjoy Arashi. It's so good. All right. <laughs> all you history. All you are is history. Said, who the fuck said Albo? <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's try. Right, it. We're let's back. Try this again. Let me put, let me put the timer up. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> all right, here. Let's try this again. Oh right, oh, motherfucker. That's not it either. <laughs> One more time. One more time. He's going he's gonna to need your help, cats. There we Get go. Ready. I'm going to definitely need your help. Timer's going. Uh, does it have multiplayer? It does have multiplayer. All right. Fantastic question. I love it. Does it have move support? It does have move support. Multiplayer game with moves. Does it require the moves? It does require the moves. Okay, so it's moves only. Okay, multiplayer game, moves only, guys. Um, can you drive a vehicle? Um, can you drive Can you pilot a vehicle? A vehicle? Can you move a vehicle? Yes, there are vehicles in it that okay. you can drive-ish. 
I'm gonna put drive in quotes. Okay, interesting. No, not. I mean, <clears throat> well, there's, there's, there are vehicles that you can control. Yes. Okay. Um. Bah, 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 bah. Oof, Justin Cassidy. Uh, let's see, is it? Is it co-op? Uh, it is not co-op. All right, so we're going to assume the multiplayer is PvP then. <clears throat> Can't be Warzone now, Ryan, because that didn't have the multiplayer support. Um, bum, 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 bum. Nope. Uh, is it? Is it first person? Um, technically, yes. Technically, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's first person. All right, let me, let me add a second question to that. When, when you pilot the vehicles or when you move the vehicles, is that in first person? Uh, you do not control the vehicles in first person. Okay. I mean, no, you, wait. Well, I mean, you do, but no, are you inside? I, you, you know, what I'm trying to say, are you, you are inside, inside the, vehicles? the vehicle? Right, you are not inside the vehicle. No. Okay. Uh, is this a strategy game? This is a strategy game. Nice, nice. I think we're on the right path here. We're on the right path. Is this? A, Wait, uh, no, hold on. Arashi Castles of Sin in the chat with a code <laughs> distraction. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I forgot what game we were talking about. Did I throw you off? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. No, no reason to beat around the bush. Is it Final Assault? It is Final <laughs> Assault. Well done. Nice. Damn, I really cornered myself. That was good. Good questions, man. Uh, and also awesome freaking game. I mean, I, I think honestly, uh, it, w it was because of the vehicles and, and how you control them and not control them. And of course, everybody in the chat was all, was helping me out too. Uh, yeah, what would you me. say for that? <clears throat> like when you say you drive vehicles, if you drive yeah. vehicles, uh, you control vehicles. I mean, you know, I, you get, you get I, into I might have given away too much there, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get you get into semantics when you start saying you know do you pilot, do you control, do you drive, whatever. So, um, yeah. But great game, absolutely great game. Can't believe this game is so cheap. Uh, it's only like ten bucks. I think the the retail price of this is only ten bucks now. Yes. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, we got. I think all you are is history. The game cat uh, got that first. By the way, good job, dude. The shrimp, the shrimp cat, the ghost cat. <laughs> Nice. Hey, Shuhei Yoshida oh just uh, Shuhei Yoshida just liked our, our tweet about celebrating the five year anniversary. So Shuhei, if you happen to be here, man, just want to say thank you so much for all your contributions to Sony, and let's get that PSVR two out sooner rather than later. We got PSVR Zest in the chat with the five quid. It says, "Bet you never thought, bet you thought I'd forgotten our anniversary. Our anniversary. Oh, it's so sweet. Never. <laughs> Happy fifth to all the game cats, and here's to the next five years. Saludos. Here's to the next five years. PSVR Zest, our favorite lime in the community. Our favorite. And lime. yes, Shu, if you are listening, uh, you mean so much to us, and thank you for pushing VR. And you are a legend, and you are a champion for us." And uh, you know, yeah, you we, we aspire something right to to, to spread the good word out. and help you. Clean, we love you. Clean it up. It's all it's all brown right here. It's like just gotta. Good, good, good. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and celebrating the five year Woo! anniversary with with us. Um, you know, we, we love PlayStation VR more than life itself. Well, maybe second to life itself. Eh, sometimes more than life itself. Uh, and, and we love this community 
more than anything. PSVR has brought us all together, and I'm never, never, never going to forget that. Um, you know, so even after I'm long gone, in like three to four months from now. <laughs> yeah, Brian. Happy five years, and GameCats, thank you uh, for being so supportive. I really wouldn't be here without you guys. I love you guys to death, and uh, yeah, man. I'm so happy where we're at right now, and I hope we just keep getting some great games, which it looks like is going to be the case, and then get uh, PSVR 2 right after. So really excited for this journey. This is only the beginning, and uh, like the Lime said, here's to the next five years. Like the Lime said, and now we're listening to Talking Limes. You know we've fucking lost it, man. We're off the deep end. <laughs> but thank you to Miles Dyer. Thank you to Jamie Out. Thank you to all of the moderators, and of course, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry for all the timestamps. Guys, join us over on Discord, where this conversation happens 24-7. I'll probably be in voice chat for a little bit after this. Uh, guys, thank you to everybody who hung out and watched the show. Uh, hopefully with some of those keys uh, that weren't working will eventually work, uh, so give them a shot later on. Maybe they'll be active later. Um, and uh, just thank you, everybody who was here. Thank you to everybody who donated. And, of course, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Let's cue the cat. Cue the cat, Brian, and we will see you guys Friday to Endeavor 1. Arashi Hype, Mark Smith, you rock, dude. Stevie Dan Solo, the Game Cat. Great show. Thank you so much, man. The Game Cat in the chat. Good to see you, homie. The Funk Bomb Bro, the Game Cat. I confused the Funk Bomb Bro and the Funkadelic Game Cat so How much. It is that? so hard. <laughs> There's two funky fresh cats in there. <laughs> Kara NG, good to see you. Brand Johnny So Poulter, guys. Take a hate Boo Flat, Ghost Cat. Have Boo a great uh, rest of the week, my friend. Boo Russ, Christafari. Cat, cat, big cat, cat face smile, and a black cat. Uh, HCW Backyard Wrestling Archive. Don't be sad. Be happy. Backyard Wrestling. His Let's go. <laughs> you might want to sing it. Note uh, for note. LSD 2552 beats the musical game, cat. So that was a terrible song. Who's <laughs> Juicy Underground Game Cat? Elite Game Squad yeah. announced Guy Sun Fist Bump here. Andrew yeah. Bailey, happy anniversary and stuff yeah. to you as well, my friend. Uh, Johnny Rye popped the straight cat. Uh, stay syrupy and maple <laughs> <laughs> And stay breathtaking, first and foremost. Haseeb Mirza. Thank you so much, Gabriel Double for the license mail game. Cat meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. meow. Mick Coles. TTFN to you as well. What is TTFN? Cut off now. Oh, okay, that's up for now, okay. Ben, da- ta- ta- ben Dawson, Tom Tom. Oh, every time I hear his name, I just want to bang out some drums. Fargo Soft, <laughs> have a great night. See you Friday, stupid donkey. Alberto, my palm, the game, gato, you. Uh, <laughs> Neon Groove, uh, all you are is history of the ghost cat. Thank you uh, for helping out. PW, noise, noise to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitch of the single player game, cat. Thank you so much. Oh, he's going. Uh, he's going fury hunting. Mm-hmm. He's going. He's playing some song in the smoke, guys. Oh, so good. Uh, Craven Morehead, LOL. He says. LOL. And, uh, yeah. uh, Kramer three K, the non VR game cat. See you Friday as well in the sixth year of PSVR. That's a long time. <laughs> it does seem uh, longer than five years. Significant. Song in the flame cat. <laughs> uh, ben Dawson, <laughs> Stephen Keeling. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Happy five years. Don't David. forget. Don't this, forget, guys. David, Get win to the top five copies, physical copies of limited run games to the top, man. Like in the comments below, leave your PSN name and, and the words to the top, and uh, we'll pick five winners at random. And David, you got to change your name to David the Speed Running Game Cat because yeah, that's like what you do. That's like your mo, man. You got to do it to it, it's guys. Funny. Have a wonderful night. Happy five years, and happy five years, Brian. Thank you for letting me come and ruin your show every way, every uh, three days a week. And um, you're, you're welcome. Uh, it's an honor, man. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you for ruining the show day in, day out. <laughs>
Love you, cats. Love you, AJ. Bye. Bye.